What's going on, guys? It's Greg here, a.k.a. NY Prepper. It is Thursday, December 21st, 2023, and I have an emergency update to share with you guys. Right now, it is 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time here in the United States. I wanted to update you on the situation with the U.S. military being on high alert. We're seeing continued signs that something big is about to go down. And what that is, I'm not sure, but it looks like the U.S. is about to launch a massive strike on Yemen. It looks like Israel might be going after Hezbollah. I'm not totally sure, but in case you missed my update earlier this evening, we had a U.S. presidential doomsday plane flying over the Gulf of Mexico in international airspace, which is extremely unusual, guys. So this is a red flag right here, and this is an image coming out of Japan showing two B-1 nuclear bombers. This is somewhere in Japan, guys. Okay, look at this. This is just a day or two after North Korea tested their long-range ICBM that's solid-fueled. And North Korea was uh, threatening the U.S. with a nuclear strike if we continue to do joint exercises with Japan and South Korea. And here you can see two bones, a.k.a. B-1 Lancers, in Japan. Okay, so guys, the military is on high alert right now. Okay, something big is about to go down. I don't know if it's going to be in Korea. I don't know if it's going to be in the Middle East. I don't know if it's going to be in Europe. In my update in the evening, I mentioned that a CIA analyst said that it's very likely that Putin could even launch a nuclear strike on a NATO country. And what you're looking at here is the flight path of a U.S. nuclear war command and control plane that was out in the Gulf of Mexico. And it just landed at Tinker Air Force Base, but it was out in the Gulf all evening. So our nuclear forces are on high alert. Our military is on high alert. And I want to show you guys what we have going on in the Middle East right now. We have this RQ-4 Global Hawk that just finished a very dense surveillance pattern off the coast of Lebanon, focusing its attention on Beirut. You can see this uh, boomerang pattern here or a semi-circle pattern, whatever you want to call this, a curve. And uh, it was just hugging the coast of Lebanon. This is very, very unusual to see an RQ-4 doing that. And another unusual flight is a Polish government plane that just landed in Beirut, okay? In the middle of the night, the Polish government just sent a plane, a Gulfstream 550, to Beirut from Warsaw, guys. This is very ominous. Okay, I don't know if they're going to be evacuating diplomats. I don't know what's going on. But to suddenly send a plane in the middle of the night to Beirut is uh, very suspicious to me. We also had two aerial refuelers and a C-17 come in from the Atlantic. I don't know where they came from, uh, but looks like they're landing in uh, South Jersey right now. Okay. And uh, look at all of the U.S. military assets in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden. Okay. 
they're about to give the Houthis a Christmas present that they'll never forget, even though they probably don't celebrate Christmas, but they're about to get a Christmas present they're never going to forget. And here we have a picture that was posted by U.S. Central Command on their Twitter page earlier today showing a view from the deck of the USS Laboon as it crossed through the Suez Canal three days ago. And there's two more Arleigh Burke-class guided missile destroyers following this one. This thing has 90 Tomahawk missiles, and there's two more behind it, okay? So these warships are going to the Red Sea. They're not moving warships with Tomahawk missiles on board for no reason, guys. Three warships with Tomahawks, each one 90 Tomahawk missiles, plus all the guided missile destroyers that are in the carrier strike group that are already in the Red Sea. Okay, they're about to, uh, like I said, give the Houthis a Christmas present that they're never going to forget. Okay, and one of my friends, Bullets for Bucks, I just recently did a live stream with him on Monday night. He lives in Northeast Wyoming, and he told me he saw another trainload of U.S. military equipment. He's working on putting together a video for me. Hopefully, I'll have that for you guys tomorrow. But he said another massive trainload of equipment in Northeast Wyoming. And he said he's never seen this much equipment on a train where he lives uh, ever since he's lived there, which is like many, many years. Okay. And he's seen two of these massive trains going through Northeast Wyoming in the last week, which he says is extremely unusual. And this is on top of what Prepper Tribe, another YouTuber, said he saw six military helicopters flying over the Chesapeake Bay. He lives right on the Chesapeake Bay. He's right next to Patuxent River. He saw six choppers today. He said it's very unusual to see that many. Also, I have a source that lives near Raven Rock. There was a chopper that went to Raven Rock earlier today and then flew back out of Raven Rock. And Raven Rock is the alternate military command center. That's where the U.S. Secretary of Defense would go during a nuclear war. They would leave the Pentagon and go to Raven Rock. Okay, so our military is on high alert, guys. Okay, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin tweeted earlier this afternoon that he spoke with uh, the French defense minister, and uh, he said that they discussed everything going on in the Red Sea. This is also... Uh, a sign that they're about to launch some kind of big strike because Lloyd Austin, he went to the Gerald Ford. He visited the Gerald Ford, the aircraft carrier in the Eastern Mediterranean. He was actually there. Okay, that's what any general will do before they launch a strike is they want to survey the battlefield. They want to go on the ground and see for themselves with their own eyes before they do something. Okay, and here's a readout of what Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said to uh, the French Defense Minister, Sebastian Lecornu, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin conducted a call on December the 20th with his French counterpart, Minister of the Armed Forces, Sebastian Lecornu, to discuss the ongoing illegal attacks by Houthis on vessels in the vicinity of the Red Sea and the serious threat to global shipping and civilian lives. Both leaders agree that the Red Sea is vital for global commerce, 
noting that the scale and increasing frequency of these attacks constitute a significant international problem that must be addressed. Okay, so strong words there, guys. Significant international problem that must be addressed, vital for global commerce, threat to global shipping. Yeah, they're going to have to do something, guys, okay? And uh, I want to give you guys an update on that mass shooting in uh, the Czech Republic in Prague at a university. The Czech Minister of the Interior says, as of right now, there's no indication that the shooting has any connection with international terrorism. Of course, they would say that. And the Czech police is now saying that they can confirm 15 people were killed and dozens injured, and they have no information at this time that the perpetrator is connected to any terrorist organization. Well, what if he's a lone wolf? Okay, what if he was inspired by these groups? What if he was inspired and he, he didn't have connections, but he just went out and did it himself? And update for you guys from Ukraine. We're hearing now that Zelensky is going to sign a decree to mobilize all Ukrainian refugees who fled to European countries and didn't return. Apparently, he's going to be drafting 600,000 Ukrainians that left Ukraine. I don't know if this is true. This is uh, just initial reports, okay? But he did say just a few days ago that he was going to draft 500,000 troops, okay? 500,000 guys. And that came just right after Putin said he was going to draft 600,000. So, so it looks like 2024 is going to be a crazy year. We have Russia and Ukraine drafting half a million troops each. That's going to escalate. We have the election. We have the Middle East. We have Korea. I mean, it's just crazy what's going on. And Apparently, Ukrainians between the ages of 25 and 60 in European states, including Germany, who are able to serve, will be asked to report to recruitment centers, Defense Minister Rustam Umarov told German media, including Bild and Die Welt newspapers. And the chief of the general staff of the Russian Armed Forces, Valery Gerasimov, revealed that the Russian army crushed the plan of the Ukrainians who wanted to occupy Melitopol in 15 days in order to gain access to the Sea of Azov. And the airstrike by the Israeli Air Force last night deep in southern Lebanon reportedly struck an important Hezbollah compound used by the Red One Special Operations Forces of Hezbollah, who only recently had withdrawn from the border due to an increase in hostilities. And several groups of Jewish women who were out tonight hanging posters of Israeli hostages in London were attacked by Hamas supporters and injured. The Metropolitan Police of London are on scene and attempting to locate the attackers. So guys, we got terrorism also to worry about, okay? The Israeli Home Front Command has announced that due to this morning's assessment regarding the situation in northern Israel, it has been decided that entrances and exits to several towns and cities near the border with southern Lebanon will be restricted until further notice, with many other roads expected to be closed in order to facilitate the deployment of heavy equipment. Okay, so they're closing multiple roads in northern Israel to facilitate the deployment of heavy equipment. Okay, guys, I'm telling you, Israel's going to go into Lebanon. They have no choice because the UN and the US is not doing anything about 
Hezbollah. Okay, they were supposed to uphold that uh, UN decision, and they're not doing it. Okay, it was the uh, resolution 1701. There's UN peacekeepers there. They're supposed to push Hezbollah away from Israel, and they're not doing it. So now Israel's going to deploy heavy equipment, and they're closing roads on the border with Lebanon. The roads and entrances to the towns of Shanir, Dan, Daphna, Gosher, Main, Baruch, Kafar, Galadi, Mashav, Am, Manara, Yifta, Malkia, Yaron, Baram, Sasa, and Kiryat Shemona. Those are all the towns that are going to have roads and entrances closed to facilitate deployment of heavy equipment. And the Israeli Defense Force estimates that some massive terror tunnels in northern Gaza near the Israeli border have still not been discovered. Engineering forces are working intensively to destroy hundreds of tunnels found so far. And Israel plans to boost their air defenses. The defense ministry wants to increase the number of iron dome batteries and interceptors and invest more in laser-based defenses. Wow, guys, that is huge. This is being reported by Walla News. And uh, the shopping list also includes more tanks and armored vehicles because the Israeli Defense Force is preparing to fight larger wars. Okay, another sign that things are really escalating in the Middle East. Okay, the Israeli Defense Force wants to boost their air defenses and build up their heavy equipment reserves to prepare to fight larger wars. This is being reported by Walla News. And the Washington Post is claiming that their analysts have concluded that there's not enough proof of Hamas using the Shifa hospital for terror attacks. And the IDF spokesman, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, says since the end of the temporary ceasefire in the Gaza Strip on December the 1st, the Israeli military has killed more than 2,000 Hamas operatives in strikes and during ground combat. This brings the military's estimates of Hamas fighters killed in the Gaza Strip since the beginning of the war to around 8,000. And apparently Iraqi armed militias are going to be attacking the southern Israeli city of Eilat. They have announced that they're going to be going after Eilat. And the U.S. Air Force plans to bring the Pacific Island airfield that launched the atomic bombs and the U.S. Air Force plans to bring the Pacific Island airfield that launched the atomic bombings of Japan back into commission as it tries to broaden its basing options in the event of any hostilities with China, the service's top officer in the Pacific says. General Kenneth Wilsbatch, commander of the Pacific Air Forces, told Nikkei Asia in an interview published this week. So they're going to be bringing back the northern airfield on the island of Tinian, and there's going to be an extensive facility there once work has been completed. Apparently, the jungle has grown over the base since the Air Force abandoned it in 1946, guys, okay? So the U.S. Air Force is preparing for a war in Asia, okay? They're spinning up a new base, a massive new base, because they know things are about to go down. Guys, 2024 is going to be insane. Okay, we got terrorism to deal with. We got China. We got North Korea. We got the Middle East, Ukraine. I mean, just so many things going on. So 
I'm going to continue to monitor the situation. I will be back tomorrow with more breaking news. So make sure you're subscribed. Hit the bell icon below so you get notified when I post these emergency updates. And until next time, take care. God bless. And don't forget the three Ps. Prepare, practice, and persevere. And this update was sponsored by My Patriot Supply. Guys, they have brought back their 25% discount on their three-month emergency food supply. And to get the discount, you have to use the link preparewithnyprepper.com. And the link is in the description below this video. And this three-month emergency food supply has a 25-year shelf life. And it's all contained within six rugged watertight buckets. So it doesn't take up a lot of space. Free shipping included 25% off their normal price. Use the link preparewithnyprepper.com to get the discount. They also have a two-week emergency food supply, which is excellent for outdoorsmen or people who go vehicle camping. They also have a general store. If you click the My Patriot Supply logo at the top of the page when you get to preparewithnyprepper.com, It'll take you to their general store where they have everything you can imagine from potassium iodide to water filters, solar generators, solar panels, survival seeds, fire starters, anything you can imagine, it's all there. So use the link preparewithnyprepper.com to get 25% off of the My Patriot Supply three-month freeze-dried food supply and the link is in the description below this video.